Hi, you're listening to episode two of Enjoying God with Tim, a podcast book club to go with our summer refresh theme at church. We're reading Tim Chester's book, Enjoying God, Experience the Power and Love of God in Everyday Life. And on this episode, I'm joined by Elizabeth Tankard, Tara Prince and Angus Lindsay, where we chat about enjoying God the Father. Each of them have some great reflections to share, so I hope you enjoy listening. Well, I'm here with Elizabeth Tankard, Tara Prince and Angus Lindsay, and we're chatting about chapters 3 to 5 in Enjoying God, the chapters on Enjoying God the Father. But to kick things off, how refreshed, on a scale of 1 to 10, how refreshed do you all feel one being not very refreshed at all and 10 being the most refreshed you have ever felt? Elizabeth? I'm pretty sure I could go for a nap right now. So <laughs> <laughs> feeling about that refreshed physically. But on a completely different level, I've been uh, finding myself completely on fire for reading and learning um, okay. in this season of life, which has been so different from the last couple of years. So it's all kind right. of a mix, isn't it? <laughs> so maybe a six or a seven? Yeah. 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 What about you, Tara? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm feeling much better than I normally do. Um, I didn't have to travel this year for Christmas, which was very sad, but very good for my body and um, my energy. Um, I did have to tackle with two weeks of apricot production for the hundreds of apricots <laughs> that we um, pulled off our tree, but I finally stopped making jam and chutney. So, but yeah, feeling good. Okay, so about, about a seven? Yeah. Seven, yeah. What about you, Angus? I'd probably have to say a six. I only got a couple of days off between Christmas and New Year's, but it's quite enough, so, I mean, it's pretty chill. Okay, so six for Angus. A couple of sevens and a six. Maybe I'm about a seven or an eight. Um, had a good break and getting stuck into things now, back on deck here at church and in Canberra. These chapters, I found, were really helpful for me in understanding who I am before God and who God our Father is and it helped me really dig deeper into my relationship with God the Father and enjoy Him. Elizabeth, was there a favourite chapter or part for you? There was a particular sentence that he said in chapter 3 that really stood out to me and it was this, it was if you lack joy, then feast on someone good, Jesus. Mm. And I think that just captured it for me really well, that idea that if you're not feeling joy, you find something good to enjoy. It's not a command that comes out of nowhere. It's a command that comes with a gift that gives you that. Mm. And that was uh, really good for me because... Faith has been, for a couple of years, um, something that I've held on to without having the feelings, so without having mm. the joy. And to mm. uh, coming round to that, that idea of when you know him more, when you spend time in relationship with him more, when you feast on him, you actually come to that joy that he has asked you to. Yeah, wow. And that, that third chapter is um, helping us to understand and to enjoy 
God the Father's generosity to us, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, in the Lord Jesus. Uh, what about you, Tara? Is there a favourite chapter for you or a favourite section that you read? I absolutely love chapter 3 as well. Um, I think just that, that um, call to see that we live in a fathered world, to see God's intimate involvement in, um, in all of our lives, every part of it, and that we've almost been issued one of those seven billion golden tickets that we get to enjoy the world and the beauty of it, that God delights in that beauty as well. Um, and and following from that, that action of thanking God for his gifts and mm. um, not seeing him as remotely involved, but that he personally gives so many gifts to us each, each day. And um, Yeah, I remember that bit um, about... There's nothing boring about God's world. Yeah. Like, you know, there's so much to feast on and enjoy and see the beauty of that God's created that uh, there's, there's always something to notice, always something to thank him for. And so when, when our kids say that they're bored, <laughs> now I say to them, there's nothing boring about God's world. <laughs> yeah. uh, Angus, what about you? Was there a favourite section or chapter for you? Mm-hmm. There sure was. Chapter 4. Um the picture it paints about um, discipline and um, hardship and what that actually means in our world um, is really nice, especially the bit um, about discipline. It shows it not as a, well, we have not negative connotations of discipline as in a, chi- a father punishing a child for doing something wrong, but it shows us discipline in the same sense of training, mm. discipline in terms mm. of building somebody up. It's not because they've done something wrong. It's just because they're building them to be something else. And for us, that's to be made like Christ. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That reality that God is using our hardships to transform us, make us more like Jesus. And yeah, that there's actually, for us as Christians who are trusting God, there's a purpose in suffering that we can either live to just avoid or just go, oh, that's just how life is. That's not what it's like for us as Christians that God is using all our circumstances to make us more like Jesus. Yeah. And not just say it as a, a bad day, but to be actually thankful to God for that discipline. I think that mm. was a real challenge to me. And yeah, I found yeah. that really, really helpful. Yeah. yeah. I love the, um, the chapter on prayer, uh, chapter five. In every prayer, we can enjoy the Father's welcome. Um, what particularly stood out to me was as he talked about the Lord's Prayer and how we're directed to call God the Father our Father by nature of our relationship with Jesus because Jesus is our brother. We've been adopted into his family, into God's family. We can call God our Father um, together. And and that's something I um, appreciated and learning to pray with Jesus in that same way was encouragement to me. Uh, Thinking now about what we've learnt uh, from these chapters, what we've learnt about God, what we've learnt about ourselves. Uh, Elizabeth, is there anything in particular that you've learnt about God or come to appreciate a bit more? Yeah, as I was reading through, he asks in the first chapter um, whether there's a particular person of the Trinity that you feel like you have had a closer relationship with than the others. And mm. for me, that would be the father. I, I felt that right from childhood. 
and it's almost been to the exclusion of the other persons of the Trinity. Uh, more and more so I've understood the Holy Spirit as an adult, mm. but still not understanding the Son. And so through these chapters, it, he makes really clear how the connections are made and the way that he talks about God's generosity through the Son and the giving of the Holy Spirit and how um, mm. he works through suffering, building us up in the Holy Spirit and how we approach God in prayer, God the Father in prayer through the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I think for me, that was something that I hadn't really clicked onto in a long time. Mm. I, and so in a way, I was learning about the other two persons of the Trinity mm. in this chapters about God the Father, yep. but that is just it. It's three mm. persons in unity. Uh, mm. And I think that really made a difference to me because I've been, you can't know the God the Father without, except through Christ. And you can't come to Christ except by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so to have that picture, that full picture, to, is to know him better. Yeah. And to enjoy him better. Mm. And not to depend on myself to mm. enjoy him either, which is uh, powerful and yeah. freeing and wonderful. Isn't that, um, isn't that interesting and amazing that even if we're not, even if we can't comprehend it fully or even if we're not as aware of it as we could be, um, our experience of God is our experience of the triune God. Yeah, as we relate to the Father through the Son in the power of the Spirit, like that's Christian experience. And to read this helps us to um, enjoy that experience more of knowing God. Yeah. 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 Um, what about you, Tara? Um, have you learned anything? Yeah, yeah, and abundance. Um, uh, uh, the Trinity as well. Like I've learnt more about the relationship of the Trinity than I think I have before, um, mm. and particularly thinking about the relationship of the Father and the Son. It's a, and it's eternalness, um, but the uh, the connection that the Spirit has between the Son and the Father, um, that He's almost their their the love between them is through the Spirit. Um, that was something I hadn't heard before. Um, but that we get to have that same relationship that the Father and the Son have through the Spirit. Um, mm. That It talks about um, the joy and the love and the confidence of being a child of God, that we get to experience what the Son experiences through mm. His death for, uh, for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I really loved that aspect about the Trinity. Yeah. What about what about you, Angus? What have um, you learned about God? Um, a lot of things, but um, <laughs> specifically, um, it's clarified the fact that God, the Father, loves us because in the Bible it goes through, and we see all this stuff that Jesus has done for us. It can sort of seem, well, to me, it seems a bit like God the Father is a, um, uh, as as he points out it can seem almost like he's a force rather than an Yeah, person. like an abstract kind of idea out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when you think think through it, obviously the, the stuff's all there. It's, um, the son doesn't do anything except what his father wills. Um, it's God the Father who loves us and sent us his son. And it's, Jesus also loves us mm. because the father loves us mm. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, turning now to what we've learned about ourselves, Elizabeth, what have you learned about yourself from... Um, what you've read and what you've understood of God. Is there anything in particular? 
pick one thing. It's, it's kind of a changing perception of self all the time, isn't it? Um, I think one of the things that I've really learned about myself is how I've been missing bits of God by not really relating to him as the fullness of who he is. Mm. Um, I, and when we, I have been reflecting on why I would uh, have thought of God the way that I have, um, uh, in that I grew up with a father with a chronic illness, and so I kind of replaced him with God. And we, we do that, don't we, as humans? We make God into what we're missing and what we want him to be most. And when we do that, we can miss the fullness of God. And so I think uh, in a mm. big way I've done that, in that I've longed for a father so much that I missed out on God the Son and God the Spirit because I was ignoring them in a way. Uh, and mm. so I've learned that I shape God to who I want him to be rather than letting him be who he is. Mm. And that I need to not do that, which I can only do by prayer and even changing my heart. So, mm. yeah. yeah, and reading this book is certainly a great way of um, getting to know and understand how God has revealed Himself to us and learn to relate to Him on His terms, that's mm. for sure, yeah. rather than on our own. Uh, what about you, Tara? Um, I think became apparent the unsaid assumptions I've got about how the father relates to me um, mm. that there's just some tolerance not really any delight um, mm. and having those corrected in a really impactful way um, and knowing that he delights me it's brought great great joy and then I know that in theory but yeah. the way that he just explains it um, and gently kind of pulls apart those assumptions and shows that they're wrong, um, I think is is so helpful and it's been mm. helpful. Just over the last week of reading this book, um, yeah, um, of yeah. revealing the Father's delight in me. Yeah, I'd, I'd echo that. Um, something that stood out to me was the, the fact that the Father relates to me and delights in me in the same way he relates to and deli delights in his, his Son, um, the Lord Jesus. To know that the Father loves me in the same way he loves the Son mm. is a joyful thing to know and experience. Angus, mm -hmm. what have you learned about yourself? Yeah, a connection I made when I was reading through uh, chapter 3, it talks about how um, we believe a lie that um, Jesus is uncaring. God is uncaring, sorry. And it makes a connection that our problem is that we lack faith. And it made me think, because I, I, all the time I'm hit with, you know, I think about faith and I think about, well, in my hardship, I need to have faith in these situations where I'm not sure where to go, I need to have faith. Um, but it make, makes me think that perhaps the foundation of my faith in the Bible's promises that God loves me isn't there. And that's what is impacting my lack of faith in other circumstances. Mm. So um, it's that, um, yeah, connection that we need to have faith in the promises. Sorry, that was a bit... No, no, that's that, that's fantastic. Um, that that reality that sometimes our lack of joy in God can be, yeah, a, a faith that isn't in His promises, um, promises that run all the way through the Scriptures and that we hold on to and trust Him. Um, one of the great things about this book is that it's deep, it's rich, it's theological, but it's also practical and real and readable uh, what are some of the practical 
tips that you found helpful as you read? What about you, Elizabeth? Oh, there were so many. I, I think the one that stands out is the one that I've been doing the longest because he suggested it in the first chapter, um, <laughs> which was uh, praying to both the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit um, as persons and thinking of the things that they do and the ways that they relate to us really helped me understand the fullness better and to enjoy God better because when you see that, you see what he has done better uh, and that just lights you up when you can see what God has done. Yep. Yeah, awesome. What about you, Tara? Anything practical that you found helpful? Um, I've tried to put into place that um, when I'm having a bad day, being thankful um, and and praying for, for God to use it uh, to, to change me, to be more like Jesus. Um, mm. I also found chapter five, that application from that really impactful in imagining God the Father surrounding me as I pray. That, that intimacy of him being that close. Um, yeah, yeah, like helping you to understand that God is there. God the Father is there listening to you, hearing your prayers. Yeah, a strategy for that. Angus, anything practical that you found helpful? Yeah, the, um, the tip to our uh, well, action to thank God when something nice happens. <laughs> and it's just such a simple thing that it is so easily missed and it, it changes your perspective of everything good that happens to you you start to go this is now it's, it helps reaffirm that this is a gift from God um, when you thank God for it every time it happens yeah learning to be thankful and expressing that gratitude to God for everything mm. is um, yeah so important I found it the the practical ideas around being able to observe the world and see all the ways that God's involved in the little things, uh, in the big things, just that I can't remember what the tip was exactly. Well, there was something about Cal that Calvin said that all things we enjoy are ladders to ascend nearer to God. And um, as we're enjoying them and having great happiness from the things that are wonderful, to, to thank God mm. who's the source of, of that. Um. Yeah, yeah. Being able to see things and know that they come from the hand of God mm. and to yeah, stop and thank him for those things and that this world is not just this closed kind of system of cause and effect and without any outside involvement. Like God is deeply and intimately involved in everything and considering and reflecting on those different ways that God's involved, I've found helpful in enjoying God as well. Uh, any final words that any of you would like to share? Any final highlights before we wrap up this episode, this second episode of the podcast? I've just found in a wonderful book in marrying deep theological truths about who God is with practical ways that we can be close to him and enjoy him more I think it's absolutely a wonderful book and recommend it to anybody yep yep it's not too late to get hold of one get onto it 
Thank you so much, Elizabeth, Tara and Angus for joining me on this second episode of the Enjoying God podcast book club. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Enjoying God podcast book club on Enjoying God the Father with Elizabeth, Tara and Angus. Angus will be back again next week and he'll be joined by Marcia and Derek as we chat about Enjoying God the Son. Mm-hmm.